When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Yes, welcome to the final hour of the run home. Thanks to Hyundai. Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel in stock now. It's the Professor and Barney in the seat for Joel and Fletch this afternoon. Just a reminder, we are about to do the IMAR. Quiz uh, 1-300-01-1170. If you would like to be involved, amazing prizes on offer today. Uh, before before we get into that, a big welcome to our listeners on SEN track stations, Queensland, Atherton, Darling Downs, Ingham, Kingaroy and Nanango. Barney, you were talking about Nanango the other day. Yes, it's good to get up there and just have a listen. Yeah. <laughs> good signal. Yeah, is it a good yeah, signal really there? Really good signal. Magic. Really good signal. Uh, in New South Wales, Griffith. You yes. were talking about Griffith the other day. Yeah, Griffith, good, good town. Great designed for, um, by uh, designed by the same uh, uh, town planner who designed Canberra. A lot of roundabouts. There you go, oh. and great for a mandarin. Uh, Central oranges. Co- there are citrus. Uh, there are big citrus. Are yeah, have you been to the Orange Festival in Griffith? Of course, I have. I, I can uh, highly recommend it. Around October, is usually. it? Yeah. So could I parlay uh, the Tulip Festival into the Orange Festival? Oh. Into planning dream holidays, I suppose Holy you could. Holy dooly. Central Coast, they're listening. You gave Gosford a big rap before, so mm. what a great place to visit. Love a three-sided stadium up there. Magic. <laughs> uh, and the Illawarra. Well, oh. let's, I mean, a bunch of desperates come from there. <laughs> Brooksy, am I right or am I right? And the nation's capital, where, if I'm correct, has the lowest unemployment, 1323 uh. AM in Canberra. So congrats on a low Unemployment rate. Uh, it is now Gibbo time for our favourite part of the show. Hit the stinger. It's time for the run home with Joel and Fletch quiz for IMAR Insurance, the tradies mate. Call 13 IMAR. Yes, just a reminder 1300 01 1170 if you would like to play uh, the run home quiz for IMAR Tradies Insurance. Get an instant quote and pay the premium. Go to their website, IMAR. Dot com dot au or call one three IMAR. The prizes today for the quiz are epic. Um, today's winner wins a Signet Power Bank, which is worth, am I right, $59.95? Uh, every day of the week. Holy dooly. Uh, winner of Friday's final. So if you win today, you go through to the final. Uh, you can win a Zambrero prize pack, including a free burrito and a sick drink bottle. What's <laughs> the on the sickest. drink bottle? Uh, What's just the picture a, of? Just a really nice Sambrero logo, but it's got ergonomic handle on it. So oh, really, great. Yeah, so no great for the hands and the fingers. No carpal tunnel from drinking your drink bottle. God, we've all had that a thousand times. Uh, do they do the inflatable burrito still? Uh, yes, yes, they but do. But it's great. not in the prize pack. But let's hope twenty twenty three. Yeah, you never know. Uh, you also can get a hundred fifty dollar voucher to the Bella Vista Hotel on Lexington, Lexington Drive, Bella Vista. Bottoms up, it's time to brunch at Bella Vista Hotel. Special offer for November where you can enjoy a delicious set brunch menu and two hours of bottomless cocktails for only $65 per person. Gibbo, bottomless. That's a saving of $20. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a saving of $20 per person available on Friday to Sunday during November. And December. And December. Yes. Fantastic. Um, now, this is the game changer. This is the big prize tomorrow, Brooksy. Oh, you were just telling me about your plans to find a way to steal it. Uh, entertainment set with Beam and Sub Mini. Thanks to Sonos. Game changing sound. Now, it's valued at 1398. Yes. Really? 1398. $1,398. That is. That's a bargain for Sonos. It's like Price is Right sort of prizing right there. Oh, that's a genuine prize. That's fantastic. Yeah. Can I call in tomorrow? No, I no, can't. No, because it's a final tomorrow. Oh, what a pain. Now, we have many callers that have called in. They are all primed and ready. Uh, there has been some complaints recently that the questions have been too easy. So mm. is that right, Barney? You've made them extra super-duper hard this afternoon? Yeah, they're really hard. I had to Google some of them. What? Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> let's lead off with uh, everybody's favourite quiz contestant, Liam from Hornsby. Liam, you there, mate? Hey, lad. He's getting the boys all right. We're going all right, Liam. Mate, I'm going to serve you up a, uh, well, it's it's an easy one to start with. Uh, I want to know, who did France defeat today to make it into the final of the World Cup? Of football. Morocco. They did. Morocco. Very well. Very well done, mate. All right. The first cricket test match was between which two countries? In the history of test cricket? In the history of test cricket. Not just this summer. Uh, in the history of test cricket. Who was it between? I'm going to say um, England, Australia. I could be wrong. That's who I'm going with, England, Australia. Well done, mate. It was between England and Australia. All right. Uh, Prof, do you want to ask a question? Throw, throw a question from your uh, your dome at uh, at Liam here, mate. Absolutely. Uh, the BBL last night was played between the Sixers and which other team? It was the Stri- Adelaide Strikers. Geez, these harder questions. They're really testing Liam today. <laughs> Brooksy, you're next. You got a question? I'm going to take you overseas to the U.S., Liam from Hornsby. Uh, you know I don't. He loves the well, Seppo stuff. Know, he always we, says it. He loves we're it. We're not here to get questions for you, Liam. Anyway, <laughs> which NBA team plays their home games at Madison Square Garden? I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say the Knicks. Yeah, you, you do love your American questions. Well the done. The New York Knickerbockers. Well done. Uh, Liam, stand by for a question from Gibbo. Hey, Liam. Great. Yeah, not too bad. The chemistry between you two. I reckon that Saturday morning slot could be filled by you two here. Well, hopefully. Uh, Liam, you might know this question. You might not. Hopefully not. Um, Okay. Who was the top point scorer at the Rugby League World Cup this year? Top point scorer. Top point scorer. You do know this one. Yeah, it was a pommy fella. Are you going to lock that in? Name. You're locking it in? Yeah, it's Tommy, fella, mate. I can't think of his name. I can't no. Think. no, it wasn't Tommy Mackinson, by the way. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Oh, well, Next. Go. Let's go, Matt from Seven Hills. Top point scorer at the NRL, sorry, at the Rugby League World Cup. Top point scorer. Uh, geez, you got me, boys, I think. That like Carl's a top try scorer. Um, 
This is, we said tough questions. Mm. Gibbo, you have you've nailed it here. Let's move on to Andrew from Cherrybrook. Andrew, top point scorer in the rugby league World Cup. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you had this a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Question. Oh. I still don't know who it is. Okay, well, do you want to lock something no in? Idea. Toss one up, Andrew. Uh, oh, I don't know. It wasn't clear. He was someone else. He was third. Did you say third highest point scorer? The <laughs> <laughs> oh, like this. No, 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 we didn't, unfortunately, Andrew. So just uh, toss up a name. Um, I don't know. No, tip me off. <laughs> yeah, yep, me sorry, off. Andrew. Can, can we can we give quiz? Or? Can we can we give Grant a uh, a tip here? No, no, Grant's been googling the answer the whole time. Have you? How's your Google going, Grant? Uh-oh, Grant's in the loo. <laughs> What's going on oh, there? Oh, Grant's in trouble. Grant's ordering a coffee by the sounds of it. You on that bloody quiz again, Grant? <laughs> oh, Grant, oh, what have you done? He's about to go. Sorry, lads, boss was walking past. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Liam. Liam, top. Give him a hint, Gibbo. Yeah, give Liam a tip. Come on. Stephen Crichton. <laughs> oh, hey. Very good. All right, Liam, next question. Well, Liam, next question. I want to know, who captain Australia in the second test this summer against the West Indies? Steve Smith. Correct. Well done. All right, Liam, here's one for you. In what minute are angry A-League fans and myself walking out of uh, games this weekend? The 20th. Oh. All right, time for the championship question, Liam. Is this, is this if you get this, yeah, Professor's been working on this question all day. Okay. Liam, I'm going to need you to give me an even number. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? An two. even two. There, there we go. <laughs> yeah. We promised tough questions and we delivered them, Liam. Congratulations, you move through into the final tomorrow where you have the chance to win the entertainment set with Beam and some mini thanks to Sonos. Game-changing sound. Congratulations, Liam, uh, and congratulations. Okay, fell on the shed. The blast a bit. Easy, Lucy and Carl Tudor, I reckon. Yeah, good man. Absolutely. You know who's relieved that Liam got that question is Andrew from Cherrybrook because he was thinking, I don't know any even numbers. He was really we, we be... promised. I mean, he could have said one. He could have said three. It would have been wrong, um, but it wasn't. Um, all right. So, Barney. Yes. Uh, lots to chat about. Uh, yep. You and I. Um, <laughs> oh mate, <laughs> we do need to catch up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Christmas party again. What's have you ever had a Christmas party atrocity, Barney? Have you ever done anything that not you that I'm aware have? of? Not that I'm aware of. I've had I've had a few Christmas parties that are a little the things are a little blurry. Uh, let's just say that. Um, I have had uh, yeah nothing nothing too. Sounds atrocious. like a bloke that's yeah. had tons. Now, if you've had if you have or you know of a Christmas party atrocity, because we're yeah. about to go to ours, give us a call one three hundred zero one eleven seventy eleven seventy or text us on zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Um, I want to know. Yeah, I, what I are your some... atrocities? And also, have you got any tips for us for avoiding atrocities or uh, party fouls, as it were? If you got any tips to maximise the, this evening at the Christmas party, do uh, 
calling, texting, let us know what's going on. Liam, have you ever been involved in any sort of... Oh, no. Deliverance. Here we go. <laughs> Liam, do you know any Christmas yeah. carols on the banjo? Am I still on? We're thinking the same thing. Don't any, worry about that. Any, Liam, do you know any Christmas carols on the banjo? Nah, mate. I'm just working on a few tunes at the moment. Whiskey in the jar and Dirty oh, Old no. Town and stuff like that. Dirty Old Town? Just that. You a Pogues yeah. man? Oh, I love me Pogues, yeah. Nice. That's uh, like Have you tried their whiskey, mate? The Pogues no, I haven't whiskey. tried the whiskey. Try, I, uh, I got it. I was, uh, I'm a big Pogues man. I uh, I got the whiskey because I saw it and I was on holidays with a mate up uh, in Port Stephens and I saw it in the bottle and I went, you know what, if anyone's going to know whiskey, it'll be the Pogues. And it was uh, reasonably good. Oh, oh, mate, if you can track it down, get yourself a bottle and, uh, mate, it'll make your banjo playing even better. Liam? Well, I do like a bit. I do like a bit of shedding, so, yeah, I'll make it a bottle for the shed. Oh, do it, Liam. Do yourself a favour. Thank you, Liam. Don't hurt anybody. All right, Bruce, you there? Yeah, good day, mate. How you going? Good, Bruce. What's on your mind, mate? I'm just saying you might want to give Chris Smith a call. He's not answering his phone, mate. I don't know what's going on. He's, <laughs> he's, he's gone to ground. <laughs> Poor bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> hey, Prof. Um, yes, mate. Now, yes. I've got I've got a little story here that's been brought to our attention in terms of... Is uh, it about Chris Smith? Because he's copped a hammering on this show this afternoon. <laughs> no, it's not about Chris Poor Smith. Right. It's about AFLW star Jess Hosking. Uh, who, um, well, she she had a little bit of party time herself. She was on the Gold Coast on holidays. Yeah. Um, and she's avoided a conviction for drink driving. This is probably the most Gold Coast story I've ever heard, by the way. AFLW, so AFL's involved. Uh, there's a jet ski involved and there's UDL cans involved. Fantastic. <laughs> Are we ticking all the boxes for Pretty, Gold Coast uh, She story? just needs to get a tat. At some point, and there needs to be bikies involved, but we'll see. Brooks, can you can you bring up uh, bring up a picture? See if we, see if we can identify any tats for uh, for Jess. Um, basically, she uh, she's avoided uh, conviction. Uh, instead, she's been ordered to pay an eight hundred dollar fine for her ill considered conduct. Uh, basically, um, she. Uh, was drink driving on a jet ski during a holiday on the Gold Coast. Uh, she's. Uh, well, she was uh, drinking some UDL cans and thought, you know what, Gold Coast, let's hit the jet ski. Um, was stopped by police and, uh, well, one point, she blew uh, 0.137, which isn't a bad. Do you lose points off your license if you get done jet skiing and you're over the limit? Or what is, like, what happens know. there? A, a jet ski, boat license is Can separate. You yeah, you could you'd probably lose it. Or what I'm impressed with is at 11.12 a.m. 0.137, she was pickled. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's, um, that's a good. She's given it a good, but that's eleven twelve a.m. So, is my question is is that a night before? And so, what she's, was she the night before then? If she's blown point one three seven, yeah, holy dooly. Uh, no, she may she might have just gone straight through. You're dead right. The court was told Hosking was riding a red and white jet ski. That's mm. important detail for the court. Uh, at about ten forty a.m. on December four, 
when she was stopped by police. Um, she had UDL cans before operating the watercraft. Is Can that I, just Hosking there? Yeah, we might. Well, I had a look to see if she's got any tattoos for this um, Gold Coast bingo. She doesn't, but you might remember Jess oh, wow. from a couple of months ago. Oh, what? She had taping around her shoulders because obviously she's played oh. a lot of AFL throughout her career and had a few things scribed on her shoulders, one being kill and the B word on her right shoulder. Bozza. As a bit of <laughs> Kill Bozza. Not, not the B man, the B word. The B word. So you sorry. can't B1 say one T. Is the B1 start of T, B1, T, C, C, H, H yeah, e to the three S. and a five. Gotcha. Bitches. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yep. Oh, AKA. <laughs> so we can't. Okay. Sorry. Um, right. So, so yeah. So, but no I, so the same girl that writes that on her arm mm. gets quarter, quarter past 11 drunk on UDLs. I don't see the connection. Can I just say how far, isn't it good to see women's sport? really sticking it with the men's, like, you know, because it's so long these stories have been, oh, these footballers, and we're always talking about male footballers. Now the girls are not only matching them on the ground, but matching them in the local court too, which is, I mean, it's a little thing called equality, Brooksy, and I like it. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you there. So what does she what, was, what did she get for doing this? She got um, 800 buck fine. Uh, is she allowed yeah. to keep jet skiing? Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to have to No conviction recorded, though, um, which which would generally mean she's allowed to keep jet skiing, I would have thought. I mean, it's, it's a holiday activity, I'd imagine, if you're from Richmond. I mean, you don't get a lot of jet skis on the Yarra. I don't know, do you? Hey, hey, mate, old mate that keeps messaging in who thinks it's called the Melbourne Storms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, he thinks Q? it's the Melbourne Storm. It's actually the Melbourne Storms. Yeah, can he's t- in queue. Yeah, can you tell us if there's been any jet skis on the Yarra lately? I was um, down there. I was it, down there over Easter, and yeah, we jet skis. We, no, we hired a very slow boat to have a picnic on. Uh, God, you then, live a life, mate. We were getting Don't we were getting overtaken why. by people rowing. I can imagine. I was going to say rowing is quite big on the Yarra gents. Mm. Anytime I'm down in Melbourne, there's people rowing. Mm. Are they Not pissed? much swimming. A lot of rowing. Yeah, right. Now, you go down the Georges River near where I live, jet skis are plenty, let me tell oh, you. God. <laughs> having a good time. Oh, this is great radio. Hey, uh, <laughs> Brooksy, you've just – you know, we, we, we haven't seen yes. you since you've come back from your trip oh. um, where you – Oh, yeah. You were basically – from what I could tell from your Instagram, you were just having orgies every night. Was did you right? end up did you, did you end up proposing? Because I know no you were proposal. tossing To so which one? There was three different women. No, well, no, there was no proposal. I've – if anything, I'm just starting to the level two of the relationship moving in. There's no proposals. Ooh, moving in. Moving in next That's year. A big step. Okay, whose place? Is it yours or hers? Hers. Okay. Really? Yep. You didn't right. think neutral lease? Neutral lease? Yeah, what so a, you, you a both place. give up your leases and oh, go to no, a new... Does she own the house? It's messy. It's Christmas, New Year. We thought we'd just sever the ties on one lease, not the deuce. All but right. yeah, just moving in together early next year. Be honest. Yes. Did you think well, I can get rid of my lease and then hopefully she doesn't notice that I'm not chipping in for rent? Oh no, it'll be it'll be straight. Does down she the own the other place? No, no. Okay, right. well that's good. So yeah. that's not a landlord, you know, tenant arrangement. Arrangement because yeah. they can get nasty. Oh, can well, get very nasty. Have you lived with a lady before? Yes, I have. Okay, a couple of uh, ex girlfriends. How did it go? Uh, went pretty good, and at the same well, time, they are ex-girlfriends, but it, it went pretty good. What did you learn from those other experiences that you can now bring into this new arrangement? A lot of things. 
professor, but mainly I've matured since those last two. And I think this is going to be third time lucky sort of scenario. And uh, I'm I'm ready to move oh, in wow. and, and, you know, oh, wow. share this is a magic the way. place with a partner. Wow. And look, yes, um, as as I said in the first text, I cannot help you move. I'm busy that weekend. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sick that weekend. So yeah. Gibbo's got a ute, though. So yeah, He does, and Gibbo will be helping out. Thank you, Gibbo. And I can bring a singlet as well. Perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> Wait, singlet, he doesn't want to, he's moving in with her. He doesn't want to lose her. No, but I thought there's <laughs> going to be, be a gonna be the cannons out, Gibbo. Can we not do a recap of your trip? We'll maybe bring the you other know. girls around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, did, you, did you agree on the basis you thought, well, if I'm helping, probably her friends will be helping too. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, you know, that sort of, I'm sure it's like the same as weddings. Someone's got to. You know, there's no bridesmaids at a removal. Is there not? <laughs> not anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, there, there goes everything now. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm stoked for you. I, I think it's really exciting. Um, few tips. Don't check the bathtub after you get out of it just to make sure. Why? Well, just anything, any loose hairs, toenails. <laughs> I've had relationships end because of bathtubs. Check the bathtubs. Um also, you know, this whole thing about, uh, you know, that both you need to take the bins out, you don't. Yeah, I'll do the bins. It's fine. You don't. Only one of you needs to take the bins out. Oh. All right. Let's take a break. On the other side, we've got Josh Jenkins and Jason Sanger. We'll see you soon. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Not this afternoon. It's been the Professor Bar- Professor and Barney, and we're having an absolutely cracking time. Barney, it is now come to the part of the afternoon where we uh, we get to talk to sports bet. Say yeah, nah to Qatar, and yes to sports bet. The easiest place to bet this World Cup. Gamble responsibly. Now joining us this afternoon, it's not Shawnee Almorod, it's not Hammy Goodman, it's my favourite, Josh Jenkins. Josh, are you there? I am, boys. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the fill-in for the fill-in. But nevertheless, hopefully I can provide uh, a few goodies for the punters. We mate, are too. Josh. Mate, we batting are second drop. <laughs> batting second drop with the reserves uh, up here. Don't don't you worry about that, mate. Uh, mate, plenty to look at in the next couple of days. Uh, let's start with tonight. The BBL, uh, Brisbane Heat, Melbourne Renegades. What do you got for us? Yeah, this will be an interesting clash, of course. The, it can be a little volatile, the the BBL, particularly early in the season. Brisbane uh, are going to go into this one as the underdogs, $2.20. The Renegades, $1.68. So um, probably some value about Brisbane in that one, if you uh, if you ask me. All right, Josh, let's move on to Saturday's test match. Uh, the Aussies taking on the South Africans at the Gabba. What do you like there? Yeah, this market surprised me a little bit, boys. I know we've been so dominant um, and our, our bowling lineup, our pace attack is is absolutely world-class. Um, $1.45 the Aussies, $5 the Proteus, $5.50 the draw. So, I mean, I expected us to be warm favourites, but we are raging hot favourites. So that surprised me a little bit. There's plenty of value on the South Africans there because uh, they, they are a class outfit and uh, the, their condition's not too different to ours. So this should be a good summer. I think we tend to pump people at the Gabba, though. 
as a general rule. Mm. Yeah, I true, true. Would... But they're number three in the world, I think number two or number three in the world, this South African uh, lineup. But uh, behind us, we're the best in the world. So we're expected to get the job done. But certainly, if South Africa bat first, then that $5 is going to shorten considerably. Oh, yeah. Okay, speaking of best in the world, uh, it's all coming up. We're going to find out who is the best in the world at football with the World Cup final. What do you got for us in that market? Uh, This is going to be a beauty, and it's a great betting match too because France are $2.70, Argentina are $2.80, and the draw is $3. Now, you might think $2.70 versus $2.80 in a head-to-head game of football is a bit strange, but, of course, you've got to remember those prices, $2.80 and $2.70, uh, if you take France at 270, they have to win the game in uh, regulation time plus injury time. That doesn't include penalties and that doesn't include the uh, extra time if we go that far. So uh, 270 for the French. They've been impressive all the way through uh, ever since they gave our Socceroos a touch-up. So I'm really keen on the French. But Argentina lost the first game. have been very good since their 280. And if you think it'll be a draw and you think we're going to go to extra time and potentially even penalties, then the draw is $3. What about uh, odds on uh, old Lenal scoring in his last international? That's a good question. Let me just... Sorry, Josh. Let me just, I, I, love the, um, curveball there. I love the off-the-cuff questions. There's nothing better. $2.90. There you go. You can get Jeez, any that's time short, goal score. $2.90 in short, the fairy tale market. That's beautiful. That's very good. It now, is. It is. Josh, um, I'll, uh, we won't annoy you anymore, mate. Um, we're going to be chatting to Jason Sanger in a sec. Obviously, the Thunder take mm. on the strikers tomorrow night. Have you got those odds for us? I have. Uh, Sydney, $1.86. Adelaide. $1.95. So this is more, this is why I think the Brisbane and Renegades market should be a little tighter because it's um, it's a little spasmodic and random to start off the season. But uh, the uh, Sydney side will be uh, just ever so slightly your favourites, a buck 86, the strikers who are impressive overnight, $1.95. So that'll be a good game. Very good. Thank you, Josh. Spasmodic and random. I like it. That's almost, that's you and I, Barney, and it's spasmodic and round. <laughs> that's our new uh, afternoon show title, Dave. Isn't it? <laughs> right there. Thank you, Josh. Have a good no weekend, worries, mate. Boys. Have a good one. See you later. Cheers, mate. Uh, mate, very good there. Some good odds. Um, do you, will you put a, a little bet on the um, on the World Cup final on the soccer? Yeah, you know what? It'll give me incentive to uh, to get up at 2 a.m. To, to watch the game. Will you get up? I, I, it's one of those time slots. It's, where, it's right in that zone. Do you stay up or do you get up? What are you uh, thinking, Brooksy? Well, it's Sunday morning, mm. so do you keep on going through? I think it's uh, stay through. Yep. Go Gibbo, through 2 a.m. I mean, there's no question for you, Gibbo, is there? No, no, I'll be I'll be asleep, fast asleep, and I'll be watching it on the uh, replay in the morning. Mate. I have my earmuffs on, Mate. so I can't see any light or any sort of newspapers. Oh, okay. I don't want to get spoiled, and then boom. Have you up finally in the got into the spirit of Joga Bonita or not? Yes, I have. Give well, only because in the office sweep, if Argentina yep. goes through, I get a hundred dollars in the kick. So, Ooh. so I might double down and put a lot of bets on and Argentina to win. Bet. And you're going to sleep through. That is, I know, if, with a hundred dollars riding on it, someone's got a lot of cash. <laughs> what do you do with a hundred bucks when you win it? Hundred dollars, okay, straight in the poker machines, probably. Oh, nice. <laughs> probably straight in the poker machines or on the electronic roulette at my local, just to build it. Because if you didn't, if you didn't earn it, mm. you just want to build it. I'm hearing you. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> Joining us now is uh, the captain of. Well, it's my favourite Sydney team. Do you go for the Thunder as well, Barney? <laughs> Let's not get into that right before we uh, we interview the captain, but uh, maybe. Uh, joining us now is Jason Sanger. How are you, Jason? Yeah, I'm going really well. Thanks, guys. How are you guys? Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, 
you've got to win first game. I'm going to call it a calamitous end. Is that the best way to describe it? <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> there couldn't have been a more stressed or nervous person sitting in the whole in the whole crowd um, other than myself. So, yeah, I was... Yeah, I was so nervous watching us go about it. I'm actually a bit of a nervous watcher anyway. So, like, now, like, obviously captaining, um, throwing my wicket away. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a nice feeling, but um, big G unit got it done. So, I was um, I was pretty proud of him. Well, I've got to say, mate, of in terms of nerves, big G unit, Gorinda, didn't look nervous at all. I mean, so Chris Green holds out first ball of the over. You need, what is it, eight off the last over. He holds out. Faruqi comes out, and uh, I don't know if you're going to talk to him about shot selection first ball up, mate, but uh, <laughs> holy dooly, yeah, he swung for the fences. I'll give him that. But then uh, when Doggett comes out, that he puts that first one, what, to submit on, and there was easy two in that, but Gorinda's basically put the hand up and said, nah, boy, I got this, <laughs> and then just went the big swing. Did you have the confidence in him that he had? You know, what's funny, like um... – it was like three o'clock at night um, after the game, and I'm just watching on KO, you know, the, the highlights, and I'm watching his facial expressions. Man, that bloke did not break. Like he was just cool as. I was like, man, if I had a six, six off, like obviously, you know, eight off might have been eight off four, something like that, eight off three. If I had a six to, you know, to eventually get the score to be, you know, level, but I'd be cheering. And he was just like, yeah, nah, all good. Like, like he's done it before. And to his credit, like he actually won us a game. Um, against the Renegades at the MCG uh, last season. I think we needed, I think Renegades needed something similar, like eight off the last over or maybe nine. And um, he clutched up and um, and won us a game in that game. So I don't want to say he has a clutch gene because I'll go straight to his head. But um, <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's, he's oh, you know what? He, can, he talks and talks sometimes, but man, he walked the walk. So yeah, credit to him. Mate, uh, has he been talking it up since the win? <laughs> well, we're actually we're me and him are very close, and uh, we both drove down to Canberra from Sydney. Um, so we both drove back on the way back up, and um, yeah, those three hours he was torture. He was loving it. He oh. was just like, "Oh, bro, do you want to? Should we, should we put it back on?" I was like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> now, to fill our listeners in, you are only twenty three years old, which is quite unbelievable. Because um, I feel like you've been around forever, been around mm. for two decades, um, and yeah, it is your. Too. Yeah, and it is your first year as captain of a BBL side. I wanted to ask you, in terms of captaincy, who are you more like? Are you, are you like an AB, an Alan Border? Are you a bit grumpy? Are you closer to a Tudge <laughs> Taylor? You know, always smiling, always having a laugh. Are you like a Steve War? Are you going to make the boys wear their Thundercaps everywhere they go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I've got to ask this before, and I think the, one of the questions um, when the ladies first asked me what I got – given the captaincy position was, you know, what type of captain are you? And I said, well, hopefully a good one. But, um, <laughs> look, oh, it's it's tough. I, I, obviously, I didn't really play under those any of those people. You know, you'd watch them on TV. You see, like, you know, Alan Border, like, you know, the bit more of the grumpiest sort of style. And Steve Ward looks like he just never said a word. And he was just, like, always cool and calm and just, like, had that rank, red handkerchief and that was it, right? So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what type of captain I'd, I'd put myself um, – in if I had to like you know try and pick one um I mean I play under a lot of captains but um I heard Rossi on the mic uh on the Fox Sports mic said I was I was extremely quiet so yeah I don't know I don't know who the most extremely quiet captain has been but um maybe I'll make a name for myself for being one of the quieter ones the quiet captain I like this I I, I like this sort of character mate now you've got um 
You've got a really good squad this year. I think the Thunder are looking pretty good. Um, I'm interested, though, in uh, your uh, your Afghani import. Uh, now, a lot of the other teams have gone for the spinners. You guys have got uh, Fazal Huck Faruqi, uh, big left yeah. arm. Left, he looks handy, mate. How is he around the group? You know what? He's actually so funny. Like, he is, seriously, he's a very funny man. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> he's like, you know, he's one of those blokes in the nets. Like, you know, you always face bowls in the nets and whatever it is. And and bowls always think there's, like, wickets in the nets. And batters always think, we always think there's more runs. <laughs> and uh, we had a, our first session with him. We were down in Canberra and he was bowling. And I had no idea what to expect. Right? I saw him a bit in the World Cup and, you know, swings the ball pretty well, bowls good Yorkers. And, Right the last the last bit of the session, he's like he's like, Okay, okay, death, death. And I'm like, Okay, death over, sweet, no worries. I'm like, What's your field? And he's just telling me who was out. I'm like, Okay, cool, cool. And the first ball, he's just bowled me absolute like slot. And I was like, I just got every bit of it. I was like, Oh, that is six. And he's like, Out, out. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, No, 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 mid on. I'm like, mate, mid on's jumping the fans and getting getting that ball back. He's like, No, out. Ball's the next one. In and fairness. I'm like, Cut him yeah. In f- they're massive grounds in Afghanistan, mate. He's used to he's used to those real big boundaries, mate. He just like he's like how, how many off the last over? I said I don't know. We won ten, and I think he he must have bought a maiden, a wicked maiden. So like <laughs> credit to him. Maybe maybe when the when the game's on the line and we need to defend one off the last over, I might give it a might give it a big fuzzle hawk. Uh, and what about this his um celebration? Is it? Can you explain to us? There's, there was some conjecture in the commentary box. Is <laughs> it is it the no drop punt? Is it is it the field goal? Is it the corner kick? Mark Waugh was trying to say he was because of the World Cups on. He's doing corner kicks, but it it looked like a drop punt to me. <laughs> We've been playing this like little soccer volleyball game to warm up. So unless he's doing that, or unless he's been walking around Bondi and seeing some of the Sydney Swans boys, uh, but um, I tell you what, after he got the second one, I joined in with him and I I got the big leg up as well and. Jeez, my hammy was so tight. Like I said to G up, I said, "Man, I'm a bit sore here." And then the boys, the boys obviously ran on with the drinks, and I was trying to find the pickle juice or something. I'm like, I'm actually, I'm literally, my hammy's sore. Like I don't know how he got it up that high, but um, yeah, he said to me, he said that he's like, that's my new celebration for this year. So I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna ask him. But maybe I'll try to maybe next time uh, I'll play a sort of AFL board just before he punts it. Please, could go a fair way. That's that's a good idea. Now you got the strikers next. You, did you watch them last yep. night against the Sixers? Yeah, I thought they played really well. And uh, it's funny, you said, like, we have a good roster as well. But I think every team this year has a great roster. But, um, yeah, the strikers, geez, they played well last night. And I tell you what, uh, Chris Lynn in the side adds a little something, doesn't he? Is, it, is he somebody that you guys are discussing pre-match, how to take him down? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think that's what you do with most of their players. Like, we saw how good Matt Short was last yeah, night true. as well. And that's teaching Like, you know, you can always highlight sort of two or three players that you, you think are going to, you know, are the main sort of players. And, then, and there's always that one person you miss, and he's in the one that, that gets like 40 off 20, or, you know, he's the one that ends up changing the game. So I think it's important you go through all your players. And, and like, look, for example, like, I'm sure uh, I'm 100% confident the Stars wouldn't have done any research into Grinder and Grinder's batting. But, like, you know, like <laughs> Grinder's one that wants the game, right? So, like, it's important, I think, you've got to go through a lot of the batters and their strengths and weaknesses. And, um, but at the same time, you've got to treat everyone the same as well. Like, just because he's Chris Lynn, we can't put him on a pedestal in some respects. Like, obviously, he's a world-class player. But, you know, when we're still out in the competition, you know, I need to treat every every batter the same, every wicket the same, and um, and understand a bad ball is going to be a bad ball regardless of who's bowling.
Mate, one of the things I've uh, noticed just in the first couple of games and something I've noticed in the, the last few years, the big bash, is uh, how the spinners have really come into their own. Um, what sort of what are you looking for from your spinners in uh, in terms of uh, you know your early overs or your power plays that sort of stuff? Are they a weapon you look to use? I think um, I could be wrong, but I think a lot of the wicket takers around the world in T Twenty cricket are actually spinners. Um, and look, in our team, obviously we've got Usman Kadir, uh, Chris Green, Tanvir, who's um, you know hopefully we can get him back to the back end of the season with his back injury, but. And then I'm going to throw myself in there now as well. So, like, yeah, now I'm captain. I'll throw myself in there, mate. Um, <laughs> no, so we've got a, a few bowling options. And I think someone like Chris Green is really versatile. Like, he's someone that when he first played for Thunder, he used to bowl the power play stuff, like, you know, up front early, um, can bowl through the middle as well. So, I think most of our spinners, I think, regardless of when we're bowling, and not just our spinners, I think our bowls in general, um, it's important to them for, for them to understand, you know, what's what's their role when they're bowling in the power play? Like, are they allowed to be aggressive and, you know, bowl a bit fuller and try and let, let the ball spin so we can try and get a wicket? Or can they just shut it down, try and, you know, bowl to one side of the boundary and we defend? And, um, you know, regardless, whatever the situation might be, um, you know, that will come on the day. But I think we've got a, a good a bowling attack that sort of allows us to both, you know, be quite attacking when we want to bowl, but also be defensive when we need to. Now, speaking of spinners in the BBL, there's one that works here by the name of Stephen O'Keefe. He's in your rival Sydney team, the Sixers. You take them on on the 8th of January. Um, I've got an idea for you when you're playing against Sock. He's got a crazy sweet tooth. I've mm. never seen anybody devour lollies like him. If you, you know, if you take it while you're batting, just take some, I don't know, some licorice all sorts out. Red uh, frogs. Red frogs. And you just offer them to You're going to throw him off, mate. He just, he's, he must have some, I don't know, he's got a... He's got a penchant for sugar, that's for sure, old sock. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's um, I'm, I'm, I was asking, I think, um, Hodge or someone on the mic yesterday about some tactics, and they weren't giving me much. So maybe if, you, if, if SEN can do a little mic phone during the game, if you can give me some more stuff on sock when I'm batting against him, that'd be pretty nice. Also, pretty crafty. Yeah, he gets nervous too if you ask him what he's doing with his hands. Uh, I don't know if you saw his coverage in, during the World Cup on nine. Very uncomfortable knowing what to do with his hands when he's talking. So just ask what he's up to with his hands and you'll put him off his game. On the cricket field, of course. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah not, not yeah. off the field, Jason. We don't need Mate. to know no, what well, He's pretty good with his fingers. So yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> hey, um, Jason, I noticed in the – you guys fielded first and then in the coverage – did you ask Mark Waugh what roller he'd put on as they were going to the break? <laughs> so Rossi was on the mic and yeah. <laughs> uh, Jared Bird, the umpire, asked me, he's like, do you want a small roller or a big roller? And to be fair, I don't really know what the difference is besides one bigger, <laughs> one smaller. So I was like, what? like, who cares? But um, he's asking, he's like, no, which, which roller would you like, mate? And I was like, oh, jeez, oh, I don't know. Then I saw, I heard Rossi talking on the mic, so I thought it was up to Rossi. I'm like, mate, whoever's on commentary, ask him which one they want to use. <laughs> um and then, so I'm just yelling out. I think I yelled at the TB later. I'm like, TB, like, short, roll, short, big one. And he's looked at me. He's like, I don't care. Like, do whatever you want. And I was like, oh, whatever. Just get the big one. It was very so funny because Mark Howard dodged it very quickly because I, I think there are certain rules against commentators giving tips to players. Well, you know, Mark was a yeah. big uh, Thunder man, so he would have given oh, you yes, whatever advice you wanted to. Yeah, that's right. Now, uh, Jason, uh, finally, mate, David Warner is due to join you guys Absolutely. post the South African uh, series. You guys must be pretty pumped to have the bull in your side. Oh, it's so keen. I, mean, I could remember watching him in B-Blower 1 and 2 and how good he was. So 
yeah, I'm um, great to see him back in, in Thunder Colors. I know how keen he is for the season as well. So anytime we bring internationals, but it's always going to be exciting. But, you know, we're not just bringing back an international. We're bringing back one of the best internationals, um, David Warner. So it's going to be fantastic. Can't wait to play with him. And, um, yeah, hopefully um, he can really contribute to our success this year. Are you going to? Uh, how are you going to? You know, let him know that you're that you're in charge of the team, though, Jason. Because let's be, let's be honest, he has a fine leg. Fine leg, to fine leg, beautiful. <laughs> let him know, mate. Let make him earn that. What is it? Three hundred grand? He's he's getting three hundred grand a ball. I think he's getting every ball he faces. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. As long as he gives it, as long as he gives us a couple of his sticks away at some of our balls and goes fine to fine leg, then yeah, I think we'll call it even. Eh? All right, very good. Hey, hey, Jason, we'll stop annoying you. You've got a very busy schedule ahead over the next few weeks. Thanks so much for joining us here on SEN. No, thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure. Pleasure. Go the Thunder. Uh, yes, that was lovely to chat to Jason Sanger, Barney. He's a good good Newcastle boy, mate. They, they're always good value. Now, aren't your sons Thunder fans? Uh, no. My wife made sure that she demanded that one – one sport we all follow the same team, and she uh, she put a foot down, and so we're all uh, we're all you know Sixers fans of our own uh, volition. Okay, great Sixers, that's fantastic, Barney boys. We're getting close to um, the time when we get to exit this building and go to the mm. Christmas party. That's Christmas party, not Christmas party, Barney. I know yes. you got yes. that mixed up today. Um, <laughs> what are you? Let, let's talk Christmas party when you make your way in. What's your first beverage you're going to have, guys? Brooksy, what are you going to start with? Start on beer. Okay. Really? Yeah, always. Oh, go hard early. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll I'm... have a couple of soda waters. Nice. Hydrate. <laughs> With Aerate. Because oh. you only live once. You yeah. know what I mean? You de- I deserve things that are nice. Crazy but, guy. Gibbo, yeah. what do you start on? You probably ask the bartender what you can get away with early. So what do the wristbands get you? So I'm thinking, okay, top shelf early or is that a few Ooh. hours later? So maybe... Maybe a couple of shots just to – because by, by the time we get there, guys, we'll it'll be, be about 7 o'clock, yeah. so it'll be three hours behind. So we're going to have to play catch-up footy. And you'll be able to see what's in people's hands. So yeah. if you've got the espresso martinis out, you go straight so there. Yeah. Will SEN have sort of this stuff on offer? It won't be Ooh. just, you know, VB and, and a couple of Pinot Gris? Well, no one's texted me yet. I've texted a few people just to sort of get the vibe, know what we're going to be walking into, but – no text yet. So I, it, I assume they might be going down the Gibbo path. There might be shots from the get-go. Hopefully is, we get the ties around the head as soon as we walk in because then yes. we just know it's a party, guys. It's we don't on have here. to worry because yeah. there's a softening mm. up period of any party and <laughs> we will have... And traditional. And I guess at the end there's a hardening up period. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Or a softening up period saying, again. <laughs> you know, it gets hard. All right, guys, come on, don't be like that. There is a HR department here. Um, we hey, yeah, will SEN have like, uh, let's say it is just beer and wine, but then will there be a VIP group? That, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is that, there going to be yeah, different coloured wristbands? Secret handshakes. Yeah. Well, la- this is your first SEN Christmas party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gibbo and myself, uh, seasoned performers. Uh, so we've been at a few. Um, you go off what Jimmy Smith's drinking. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because he, he dabbles in a bit of the, the top tier and the bottom mm. tier in terms of the group. So... We'll know when we see Jimmy, when we walk in, what we're in for. Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Watch out for Jimmy. Watch out for Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy brings. Jimmy, Jimmy brings. brings. Oh, he brings. Who, who's the shortest odds to have some sort of HR suit tomorrow? Jimmy Smith. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. you go. Yeah. Right. So keep an eye right. on Jimmy for both the drinks, but also for getting a little handsy <laughs> later on. You should ask Josh where we had him. <laughs> on the line, we could have got – I mean, oh, surely oh, sports bet would have had a market that. on this. Absolutely. Mm. The the most disgraced employee at SEN, mm. short odds. I think the uh, broadcast operations team as well, they yeah. are known for deviance. 
Really? You know, they, okay. sit over, they sit over there, make sure we go to where mostly. And, you know, <laughs> they'll, they'll have a, they love the rums. Really? And yeah. they might – there's a kitten's place in Melbourne, which I know they frequent. I'm not sure what that is. I think it's a it's pet a pet rescue. Store. Yeah, a yeah, pet yeah. rescue. Oh, so yeah, I, would, I would steer clear of the broadcast operations team, Barney. Just a word of advice. Yeah, well, because the thing is, a pet isn't just for Christmas, is it? you got to – like, if you go adopt in a kitten, like this shop that they, they tend to frequent, yeah. then you're going to be a, stuck for a while. That's a beautiful message. Mm, uh, not just the one night. No, it's not just, well, I don't know. <laughs> oh. um, well, and Brooksy, you 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 went to a place that sold dolphins once in Wellington, didn't you? Oh, oh no, mermaids. No mermaids. Yeah, it was a. <laughs> it's a sort of. It's a Disney shop, and um, right. at the time, oh, the so big like movie it was stuff. Little Mermaid. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. And it was like, what's his Sebastian? There was a few like you could buy the claws. Oh, you got crabs, did you? Yeah, no, just uh, you could get crabs if you wanted oh, to. Okay. I didn't. I, I dodged the crabs. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and because obviously there was that joint in Sydney where you used to get all your um, pig goods from Porky's. Remember you used to Pork- go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> crackling bacon. Porky's, you go, yeah, yeah. Because you, you were there a lot, Barney. Well, you? yeah, because sometimes you want pork pork pulled, and um, <laughs> you just go, I'll, uh, you know, you want a pork butt, and then you you smoke it. <laughs> And then you pull it, and it's uh, delicious. Wonderful. I hope, uh, hope people are sitting at home and writing down those places. They're, and you know what? If you were buying a gift for a loved one, then they are the places to go. Mm. Um, I, I guess, do you dance at a Christmas party, Gibbo? Will you tear up a dance floor? What will yeah, you do? Yeah, so again, there'll be that softening them up period. <laughs> Sorry, softening up period. <laughs> You'll see what the dance floor is looking when we get in there, but I'll have okay. a few drinks, and then I'll look in the corner a bit bit upset and then then go in. Okay. <laughs> Again, uh, Jimmy Smith, you wait yep. till he gets right. on the dance okay. floor, then, which is quite early, and then you get on there too. You okay. make sure Jimmy gets a couple of songs in. Okay. Yeah. So it's almost like a wedding, on. like a bridal waltz. Yeah. You give Jimmy, Jimmy um, you know, a couple of Will Smith tracks yeah. and then everybody gets and in. And the DJ's here. like, would everyone else like to join Jimmy <laughs> yeah. on the dance floor? It's beautiful. Because yeah. you've got to be cautious of the breakfast team as well. So Jimmy's oh, really? obviously doing summer breakfast, so he'll be going hard go- going home oh, early. Yes. So what, as the drive guys, we, we're, the, we're the stayers. So we don't have to blow our load early, so to speak. We can wait and wait till the end of the night and then we can get on the dance floor. Uh, Gibbo, you are a single man if we are talking about um, mm. that sort of thing. Hopefully not for much longer. Really? really? Do you think, yeah. Have you got your eye on anybody in the office that you might have a little crack at tonight? Oh. Maybe, yeah. Once again, Jimmy Smith and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gibbo, if you need any wingmen, there are three great wingmen mm. right here with you, buddy. We can talk you up. We can pump up your tyres. Deflate them um, as well, hopefully. We can, yeah, well, you, you let us know what we need to do at whatever stage of the night. Will do. Thank you, boys. And we'll get you home safe. Hey, guys, I'm feeling the Christmas spirit in here today. Yep, I don't know what boys, it is. Uber is a couple of minutes away. Beauty. Very excited. Oh, God. You know what? Brooksy's giving me the wind-up. Um, that's it. it. Merry Christmas. Let's go to the Christmas party, legends. Yeah. Yeah.